Welcome to the RodeoKids.com podcast. I'm your host, Camry Widmer, and joining us today are Shane Holland and Raquel Mathis from Off Our Rocker. Off Our Rocker is a family-owned business that started during quarantine because, like many of us, they were off their rocker. But in all seriousness, they started it so that their families and their kids could see how their passions and ideas could become businesses that help other kids, too. They take the majority of their proceeds and put them right back into the business by sponsoring children and helping them get up and down the road to rodeos all over the United States by contributing to their entry fees, fuel, vet bills, and wardrobe. These two have an amazing story on how two friends met and came together to create not only a really cool opportunity for their own kids and families, but for youth and families all over the world. Welcome to the RodeoKids.com podcast. Thank you for calling yesterday. It sounds like you guys have an awesome project that you are, not just a project, but a business that you have created. Can you tell us about it? Yes, ma'am. So we started it in quarantine. It's called Off Our Rocker. It's a clothing line. The majority of the proceeds that we make off of our t-shirt selling and stuff, we use to help kids rodeo across the United States. So in October, we open up our email to to for sponsorship for kids to reach out to us and then what we do is we determine how many kids we're going to take and we close it in December and then January 1st we have a team that rides for us if you guys go to our website you'll be able to see their team we have it posted up on our website okay Um, we have kids from six to seniors in high school uh, they mutton bust. They do almost every aspect of the rodeo, uh, all the events, pretty much. And we sponsor, we sponsor them just to get down the road. We help them with entry fees. We help them with fuel. We help them with vet bills if they need it. Just anything that we can do to help them get down the road and preserve that lifestyle. Because anymore, the kids just want to be on their on their tablets or on their phones or, you know, they'd rather be in the the electronics than, than doing anything else. So that's why we, we call it the dying breed. Yes, I can definitely relate to that. And I think that the kids who are involved, you know, uh, rodeokids.com, we sponsor 70 kids through two companies all across the country. Um, We'll be up to a hundred next year. And it's amazing. The kids in the Western industry that yes, they have their tablets and sometimes you still gotta put it down, you know, and and look them in the eye and give them a stern talking to But for the most part, those kids will look you in the eye. They'll shake your hands. They're, they're kind, they're hardworking and they take care of business when it's time to take care of business and leave the the devices in the trailer. So um, we're definitely huge advocates for continuing the Western lifestyle as well. And, um, you know, it's cool that you're giving them an opportunity financially too, to assist with that because it's so expensive these days to get up and down the road. Very, very much so. And then one other thing that we just implemented that they have to have a certain grade point average to be able to stay on our team. If they don't, if they don't, because listen, you know what, I'm all for going out and cutting up and, and having a good time, but if you're going to a rodeo and your grades are not where they need to be, you don't need to be rodeoing. You need to be home studying. That's and right. that's why we 
we, we put that in the contract for them that they have to sign. And they also have to sign a photo release so we can able, so we're able to, cause some of them are underage, you know, so mm -hmm. we also have to have to have that to cover our tails. Yeah. But it's pretty, it's a pretty fun, it's pretty fun to watch all the kids because I'll, I'm going to kick it off, off rodeo for just a second. I would rather watch little league and little league football and all of that than watch all the others because it's cool to see them come up, if that <laughs> makes sense, you know. So we have we have a special deal to where if and hopefully one of them ever makes it to the NFR, we have put aside a special prize. They don't know about it, but we put aside a special prize to where if somebody ever makes it to the NFR, we want we want to give them something. Oh, cool. So it's pretty neat. Yeah, I really like that idea. I might have to steal it for some of the kids that I have. <laughs> yeah, it's neat. Like, um, I own another company called the Performance Pony Company. So we start kids kind of the same like you do. They have to be at least five years old and be able to ride on their own. But, you know, a lot of these kids, we're their very first sponsor. And they're wearing our patches in the arena. And, and they put in a lot of work. Our kids do monthly challenge videos. Um, so they're always involved and their parents post a lot of stuff. And like, if we get the chance, we go watch them and meet them. And, um, you know, they really do make a difference because there's a lot of other kids who watch their videos. And so I really like that idea because like you, we get to watch them from age five all the way up through the ranks. So to get to be a part of that and to, you know, let them know that they still mean something to us, even when they're out of the program is very important. Absolutely. And we have a team page that's just for our team. Mm -hmm. So that's how we, that's how we communicate with each other, you know, like, Hey, where are you rodeoing this weekend? And everybody will send a list of where they're going to be at. Um, they have to rodeo at least once a month to be on the team. Okay. They have to hold that B average. Um, and, you know, just promote our brand. That's what we, you know, that's how, that's how we get promoted through them by word of mouth. That's the fastest way to get, you know, to either be good or be bad, right? That's yeah. how that's how we have to do it. But it's just so cool to watch these kids. Um, we do have a couple kids from Florida that actually got to go to the Little Bridges finals this year. They just left there, and now they're actually on their way to Lincoln, Nebraska, to the high school finals, and they're going to ride there for a week. So it's just awesome. And we were actually able to go to Guthrie last year and, and watch some of these kids ride. We've been to a couple places. We still have a couple to get to, you know, so if yeah. any of my, any of my team team members are there, we're trying to get to you just bear with us, you know, mm -hmm. but uh, it's cool to go watch them. It's pretty oh, yeah. neat. Yeah, we usually have a booth at the Little Bridges Finals. We got to go to the Junior High Finals this year, and then we went to a big show in Mississippi and got to meet some of the kids. And um, so it's definitely, you know, there's something about being able to meet somebody in person, you know, and, and to see right. these kids. We interact with them a lot. They know who I am when I meet them. They, they know my name, but it's still not the same as looking them in the eye and shaking their hand and saying, you know, I'm proud of you. Like, let's talk, let's chat. And so that's definitely something that, again, a dying breed is people who aren't afraid to, to have a relationship outside of a social media. So absolutely cool that you are not only creating these opportunities, but you're living them out physically as well, not just through a computer. So that's absolutely awesome. the cool thing too, for that you guys do, you know, that I didn't even realize until I found you yesterday was, you know, 
to help those kids get into college to, for the coaches to be able to see something. I thought that was really cool because I do have a couple of kids that are getting, they're going to be juniors this year. Mm -hmm. So that's about the time that the coaches kind of start looking, you know, a little bit. Yeah. And it also helps them. So to, to funnel them maybe to you guys and let you, let them go to, you know, let, let you guys do a little, help them out a little bit. I thought that was pretty awesome. I called my saddle bug rider as soon as I got off the phone with you yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, AJ, man, you're going to have to start looking into this. This is a pretty awesome deal. And I called his parents too. And they were like, man, that's pretty awesome. So I'm pretty sure they went and checked you guys out last night. Awesome. Well, the thing about college rodeo is um, I was a rodeo coach for a short time, but I've been involved with it and college rodeoed myself. And the thing that's different is we're not like football or baseball or softball or basketball or any of those things where the coaches know coaches who know coaches who are sending out sheets and like for a lot of those kids, you know, the coaches and the parents are able to do the jobs because they know yep. who to talk to and the kids just, you know, if they're talented, then they're scouted. And not that that doesn't happen in the rodeo world, but it's so much harder for these kids to connect with the coaches because their coaches are their parents and their parents have jobs and their parents have other kids. And so it's harder for them to, to be active in that. And there's so much responsibility for the kids. And then usually the high school rodeos and the college rodeos overlap. So it's hard for coaches to get out unless it's at a big event. Well, even our big events, you're only seeing the top so many in each in each event and there's a lot of kids out there who maybe didn't make it to nationals that are equally as talented or will be equally as talented that they just don't know about so our goal is to bridge that gap and to make it known that one that these schools that have rodeo programs are out there um i know a lot of times like in iowa for instance when i was in high school rodeo everybody went to alva oklahoma oklahoma oh. oklahoma oklahoma and then it kind of shifted and now a lot of kids go to Missouri and it's like they learn about these certain programs that everybody goes to them. But there's like 125 rodeo schools in the country. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm going to I'm going to tell you one thing real quick. Guess who just popped in the door? So this, this is hey. nice to meet you. I'm Camry. Nice to meet you. Thanks. You bet. You bet. I'm glad to have you guys. So we we're just talking about college rodeo and how it's difficult for coaches to find the kids and how our rodeokids.com recruit me page is up and available and it's free for anybody to fill out. Let's talk more about how did you come up with off our rocker? You know, that's a good question. I really don't know the answer to it. Um, I rode bulls right out of high school and it just, I mean, I don't know. It just seemed, it was a cool name, you know, because it basically describes us. We are, we are, it, it's pretty wild. If you go watch our videos on like our Facebook page and stuff like that, it, it gets a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's all him, huh? In fairness, no, <laughs> but it definitely starts with him. Um, he, so we we decided to incorporate um, in March of last year. We went out to dinner and he was telling me that he had this idea. Um, where he got the name off our rocker, I'm pretty sure it's just because he's crazy. But um, when we incorporated, it was because we had gone out to dinner and he was telling me he had this idea for a clothing brand that would ultimately just change kids' rodeo. Um, and the goal of it was to 
create off our rocker and then use the proceeds to help make a difference for kids who wanted to rodeo. Because when we were kids, we were city slickers. Don't believe his country accent. He earned this fair and square. He did. He earned this fair and square. Yeah. Um, we both grew up in Miami. We we went to high school together and um, we lost touch for like two decades and then we reconnected and we're at dinner and he's telling me that he has this idea for a clothing line that actually impacts kids. And I'm a teacher, so anything that has to do with kids, I'm all in. Um, and his oldest son, Tuff, loves art. So um, we had this idea that we would take Tuff's interest in art and you know some business and just do something with our kids. And we had no idea that it would get this big, this fast. Um, but there's obviously a need out there for it, right? Mm -hmm. So about two weeks after we start this idea of what are we gonna do and how are we gonna do it? We find ourselves, we share a backyard. Like I live across the street from Shane. So our kids run back and forth. Very convenient. Clean our houses all the time. Um, and now we're in quarantine and he's got three kids and I have a little boy and our kids are best friends and they're growing up and we have time. So much time, a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> so much time. <laughs> Um, so we have time and, and that's what we decided to do with our time is take all of their ideas, you know, Trip designed a shirt, Will designed a shirt, the kids all came up with these things. Um, Macy is our social queen. She loves going live and doing contests and we were very, very flexible with our time in quarantine because we had school, but school wasn't really what it normally is. So it's not like they had five hours of school and three hours of homework. They just had, you know, a couple of hours on the computer and then how do we get them doing something productive? Yeah. So, so that's what happened. And then about three months, not even three months, when in June, mm -hmm. in June. we started in March, quarantine hits in the middle of March and we're home with our kids. And then in June, um, a friend reached out about his son, AJ class, who had qualified for national high school rodeo. Um, he was going to represent the state of Florida as the Florida Saddle Bronc uh, champion, but he needed to get to Guthrie, Oklahoma. So we sponsored him. We took the money that we had made in March and April and May, and we gave it to AJ. And we said, this is a perfect place for our profits. It's not like we were trying to make a multi-million dollar business with our kids. We were just killing time and running around with ideas. Yeah. And so we gave it to AJ. And... Then we actually, that's what I told you. We actually went out and watched him ride that we went to Guthrie that week and hung out with him. And, and it was, it's a pretty awesome experience to see those kids, the way they, the way they handle themselves, the way they carry themselves. It's way different than anything else that you see, mm -hmm. you know? And so that's, that's how basically it started was starting with him. AJ's got a little sister. So we, we kind of help them, we kind of help them both down the road, you know, mm -hmm. and then from there, it just kind of snowballed. We had kids reaching out to us, parents reaching out to us. Hey, what do I need to do? And so we talked and that's why I said, we open it up in October. We shut it down in December and we choose whoever we think is qualified to be able to do it. And as long as they keep up representing our brand and riding for our brand and there be uh, GPA and they rodeo at least once a month and they tag us in their social media. That's all we ask for. You know, we really don't ask for much else. 
Very cool. What does like your application look like? What are some questions that are on there? Like what's it take to be qualified um, when you're looking at that application? Like what do you want to see? We really, we really just ask like three things. Like why is reviewing important to you? What is it about um, the Off Our Rocker story that appeals to you? What do you like about our story and our values? And how would sponsorship help you get down the road? Because if it's about, you know, like fancier things or, but we have like, we have one family who has three kids, the blue boys out of South Carolina. Mm -hmm. And we know what it costs for one kid to rodeo. So we tried, you know, put it, wrap your head around multiplying that by three. And that's a lot. Um, so that was part of their story. You know, it's three little boys and how does a mom decide who gets to chase their dreams? That was part of their story. And we were like, yes, this family. Yeah. So it's very genuine. Um, we're always impressed when it's the kids who reach out. Yep. Uh, two of the kids that we sponsor, um, Abby and Walker, they reached out. It wasn't their parents. It wasn't, they, they actually just sent an inquiry of like, hi, not sure what the process is, but how do we get to be on off our rocker's team? And it's so genuine that that's almost more appealing than the long essays. Oh, yeah, I agree. And, you know, for, for our program, the Pony Pros and my applications for both uh, the Performance Pony Company and the Rodeo Kids Ambassadors, the kids have to fill out the application. Like if a parent has written the application, it's out. Like, and it says it right on the guidelines and it's no fault to the kid, but you know, just like your program, it's not just about money. It's not just about supporting their dreams. It's about teaching them some life skills along the way and having them work for something. And it's, you know, learning how to do that at 5, 10, 15, 18 years old teaches them how to write out their resume. It teaches them how to write an application for a job. It, it just gives them that confidence to step up when it comes time. And, and it's even funny because like I told you, they have to sign a a sponsorship agreement and they have to sign a photo release mm -hmm. every single one that we got back the kids filled it out so i don't know and i don't know if it was the parents that said hey you need to do that or if it was the kids you know they took it among themselves but you can tell by the handwriting you know that the kids are the ones that filled it all out and i thought that was pretty awesome yeah i agree and we message with our team quite a lot we have a team page that only the team accesses and, and we don't just want to see their wins. Like we're, while we want them to win, we want them to do well and to excel in their sport. It's not about the win. It's really about the journey. That's me. I tell them all the time, listen, I know you're not going to ride them all. I know you're going to knock a bar barrel over. I know you're going to break a barrier. I don't care. I want to see it. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to win as much as you fail. I want to see it on that team page. I don't care. It doesn't, that's not, I'm not going to look down on you at all because I know you're only going to get better, but you have to do that as a reminder to make yourself get better. I think one of our most inspiring kids this year was Kaylee Croyle. She had such a rough year. Her horse absolutely didn't want to do what she wanted it to do, but she just had so much grit and so much heart. She kept going to the practice pens. She kept working through the kinks and that resilience is gonna translate into her life long beyond rodeo. It's gonna help her build character and guts and grit for the rest of her life. And that's really what we wanna see. Yeah, you bet. And one of our uh, big quotes this year is, win or learn, I never lose. Really focus on 
on the kids, you know, and like you said, we don't care. Like, yes, we want you to win, but we don't care that you win all the time. We care about who you come out as on the other side and how you handle yourself. And to see other people struggle from time to time is nice to know I'm not alone. Um, so it is important. Uh, we do our monthly challenge videos and I think it, it was last month's maybe, uh, last month's or this month's. And it is, uh, what's one challenge that you've had and how did you overcome it? And all the kids have to post their video with what the challenge is. And, and we get wrapped up in, in social media in today's world, it's so easy to play the comparison game and only see the highlight reels. So having the realness and the rawness to it is very important and to let it to let kids know that it's okay to be not perfect absolutely so you were a bull rider tell us about that how was your bull riding career i was horrible <laughs> i was horrible you know why you know how bad i was i got smart because i wasn't getting a paycheck right why, why are you looking at me like a like like oh a roughie that's smart? What's that all about? <laughs> well, I'm thinking that's kind of an oxymoron, isn't it? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, zinger, cool. Um, no, so obviously I was horrible. I couldn't. I mean, I wrote a little bit, but nothing. Right. If I didn't win, I wasn't getting paid. Mm -hmm. So I I started figuring out, man, I need to do something to guarantee me a check when I get to the arena. So I started bullfighting. Okay. So I was much better at that because I can take a shot, but I was much better at that than I was riding. I was like, eh, man, I'm done with that. Yeah. So I started fighting bulls instead. And then I, that, I just took it off from there after. And then after that, I uh, decided, okay, now it's time to slow down and start a family, right? And so I started trying to raise bucking bulls. And I did that for a little bit and that went by the wayside too. And then I moved out here to this ranch because somebody offered me a job. Nice. And so I, uh, I teach horseback riding out here at the school. I'm the barn manager for the school. And so <clears throat> we get to go out here and be around the horses all day. And it's cool because with the school, they have barn chores every morning before school. So they all the kids have to come out here. They have to help me feed, brush them out, pick their feet, do everything nice so uh and then we started off our rocker so that's pretty much now now actually we're back in the bull game because we just bought two bucking bulls one of them is out in they're actually both of them are out in texas right now and one they're only yearlings and his name is running red lights he's been to two events and he he took a check at both to both events so wow hey i'm all about that yeah, who knew that bulls would become like the main athletes, you know, the right. stuff that they have with the futurities and all of that for horses and bulls, man, it has just blown up. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. which that just goes, you know, to say too, that if you have a dream, then you can follow it. If your dream is to raise buck and bulls and to make money doing that, there's a way, there's a will, there's a way. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, but that, that's the other thing that we try to tell these kids. You got to have the grit and the work ethic to be able to put in to get where you want to be. Mm -hmm. I tell my kids that all the time, every single day. Yeah. But, so tell us about this ranch. You said a big ranch, there's a school, there's what's going on here. I'm going to let her tell you about this. So, so I've been a private teacher my whole life um, and I've just worked for individual 
um, families in unique learning situations. So whether they were on a movie set or they were on a campaign trail or mom and dad were um, high profile, I developed their learning experience for their kids. And then five years ago, um, I partnered up with some extraordinary people uh, and we built a school out here on this farm. And the idea behind the school was that it would take my concept for teaching, which is passion-based learning. Kids learn so much more if it's done in an interactive style in a way that they actually care about. Um, and we built a school. And so um, the school has grown slowly over the last five years. The most recent program that we added was Shane's a year and a half ago. Um, and that actually has its own story because the student that I was going to, it was a former student of mine that I was gonna bring to come teach my riding program was selected to be on the University of Kentucky equestrian team. Nice. And so, which is really exciting. And I was yeah. very, very happy for her, but I found myself, hi Charlotte, I love you. Um, <laughs> Uh, I was found myself without a writing teacher and um, Shane and I reconnected on Facebook in September of 2019. Um, Facebook's like, you might know this guy. And I'm like, yeah, I know that guy. And so we started talking and he told me that he, he had, what he had been doing and how much he loved animals and, and how he had been fighting bulls and all these things since high school. And so what do you know about horses? He says, well, everything I need to know. And I was like, all right, well, I have a horse riding program. Do you want a job? Um, and so he came and he, he looked at my crazy sketch and he was like, okay, but your barn needs this and your barn needs that. And, um, and basically he built the writing program where there was once an idea, he took that idea and turned it into everything that we have. And that's how he ended up living across the road and how we ended up having, you know, a common backyard. Um, and it really sort of worked out that way that just one thing connected to the other and it, it here we are off our rockers and running a school and stables and helping rodeo kids and doing things we had no idea we were going to be doing two years ago. We have too many businesses. <laughs> hey, that's a good thing. That's a blessing. Absolutely. Yes. That sounds like quite an experience and this ranch, the school, all of it sounds awesome. So obviously there's a horse riding program at the school. What other kinds of programs are in this school at the school? So, so the school is a small private school. We um, grow very, very slowly because like I said, we were building it, uh, but the kids have, you know, they can choose from one of five languages. They can learn Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, Russian. They can learn um, all sorts of instruments. Uh, we have a martial arts program out here. The idea is that when they graduate from the school, they will be whole people, right? They will be able to face big fears like enormous animals that weigh 10 times what they do when you're seven years old and, and they will be able to speak up for themselves. They will be fearless learners. It doesn't matter if they're great at it or not, they're willing to try learning. And I think that's one of the biggest obstacles in education right now is, is how do I follow my dream? And I think this is something Rodeo Kids actually helps with. How do I follow my dream and get an education, right? Like if I love music, how do I do that and address the issues of math and science and social studies and English? If I love rodeo, how do I do that and get a traditional education? So the school is really built to not have to have that tug of war, to follow your dreams, whatever that passion is, however that passion manifests and be able to get a great education on the way. Wow, that sounds like every public school needs to come check it out. <laughs> <laughs> That would be nice. It's what a cool opportunity. And what, like I said, what a blessing that you've been given these talents and these gifts and the people in your life that have 
allowed you to create this and to reconnect with people to continue to build and grow. And that is just amazing. And what a cool story. So good luck with the rest of that. Next time I'm in Florida, I'll have to come visit. Yes. How about September 4th? I actually am going to be at a trade show in um, Arkansas. We're so going. we're doing an event. We're doing an event for Off Our Rocker September 4th. We're doing a Bulls, Barrels, Barbecue, and Bands. I so, see that on the press release. So let's, yeah, tell us about that. It's, uh, it's going to be a big time for sure. So all the proceeds that we make are going to help again with our rodeo team to help these kids get down the road. And hopefully eventually the kids that we bring on in October or next year for next year, um, we have some crazy stories about, you know, some of these kids that it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, so we're going to be in the clay at the clay County fairgrounds in, in green Cove Springs, Florida. It's a huge arena holds like 3000 people. Um, so we're, we're working on trying to get all of that locked down right now. And it's, uh, it's a lot, it's a lot, but you know, it's for a good cause. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to do it, of course, obviously without her. So, yeah, that's awesome. Those are always, you know, those bull riding and barrel racing, and of course, barbecue is always good. And I'm sure it says it's got a little southern twist to it. So, oh, yeah. that would be nice. We don't have much of that here in Iowa, but we have lots of corn on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> So we have we have uh, two good friends, Lindsay and Josh Peterson, who just opened Traditions Barbecue, and they are going to do the barbecue part of Bulls, Barrels, and Barbecue. Uh, we have another good friend, uh, Bert, who is one of the board members of Elite Bull Riders Association that has recently opened in the state of Florida. And so there's a lot of new life coming into rodeo in Florida. We're excited about that, and we're trying to bring it all together with this event. So between Elite Bull Riders and Off Our Rocker and Traditions Barbecue, we're hoping to get all these people together for a great cause to make a difference for these kids. And next year, ideally, we will be able to sponsor twice as many kids. Absolutely. Cool. So like how many kids are you looking to sponsor to be involved with? So this year we sponsored 12. Um, I'd like to double it. Yeah. Yeah. So we have, we have uh, three boys in South Carolina. That's the Baloo Boys. We have Walker Crow in Georgia. We have Abby Kinneman in Georgia. We have Kaylee and AJ and Callie in the state of Florida. Fisher. We have Fisher in the state of Florida. We have Georgia and Gracie. Um, Mashburn in Battle Mountain, Nevada. We have Mason Williamson in Arizona. So we have kids from all over the country. And we're only a year old. Yeah, that's awesome. And the word of mouth spreads like fire. So it will grow and it will grow fast. So, so you're Tristan Lewis. We have Tristan Lewis, and I don't want to forget him. He's in Missouri. <laughs> oh, he would have been so mad at me. Okay. You got Tristan Lewis. Tristan, we love you, Tristan. Is in the group too. Perfect. So, what's your like? Where do you want to see this go? What's your vision? Nationwide. Uh, you know what? You know what else is crazy? I'm going to tell you this. That would be. This would be even more of a blessing. When we started off our rocker, we we're looking to see what areas we were getting hot in, you know, Missouri was one of them. Uh, Florida obviously was one of them. North Carolina was one of them, but the mind, biggest mind blowing was Brazil took off. 
with us. It wow. was it it was insane. So I, I honestly, I would like to go nationwide here, but I would also like to blow up in Brazil because there's a lot of bull riders down there. Oh yeah. Also, we were surprised, and this was actually a pretty good geography lesson for our kids. We were surprised to see that rodeo isn't actually an, just an American thing, right? It's oh. it's everywhere. It's in Australia. It's in Brazil. It's in Mexico. It's all over the United States. It's in Canada. Um, and the more we showed our kids that we're connected through this, um, the more they realized that what they were doing could actually make a difference, not just for American kids, but for kids everywhere. And that got yeah. really exciting. Yeah, well, even just in the junior high and high school rodeo associations alone, they have Australia, Canada, and Mexico yeah. are included in the National High School Rodeo Association. So yeah, I, I remember seeing that when we were, when we were Guthrie. I remember seeing that. Yeah, it's um, it's just been really cool to see it blow up and continue to. And this year at the junior high finals, they were in Des Moines, Iowa. So we were there and um, a handful of the kids that we sponsored through Rodeo Kids were competing. And so we went to almost all the performances. And I remember just 10, 13 years ago when I was in high school and when I'd go to the high school finals, like the kids from Hawaii, for instance, they were one of the, the teams that kind of struggled, you know, one, they had to come over and lease horses and it was just, they had a lot more obstacles to overcome, not only to make it, but to make it and be successful, but they showed up and they, you know, they put on their, their best effort. But this year at the junior high finals, I was like, whoa, Hawaii has showed up. Same with Alaska. Like they have really stepped up their game in rodeo. And I think it's, from what I've seen, at least, which obviously I'm very involved with rodeo kids and um, the youth in the industry, but the opportunities that have opened up for youth, you know, I, I always say with, you know, your, your traditional sports, your school sports, all of a sudden they started happening every single weekend. Parents quit barbecuing as much. They quit going to the lake as much because we had AAU, we had leagues, we have all of this youth stuff. And, you know, there's pros and cons to everything. And, and now we see that in the Western industry too, that there's so many opportunities for these kids and it is awesome. And it's exciting to see, and they are stepping up to the plate. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. As many opportunities as there are, it's going to take kids, not just being farm strong and not just having God given talent, but they're going to have to be putting in the book smarts. You know, they're going to have to have the education. They're going to have to have the physical fitness that's above and beyond the next person who doesn't put in those extra hours. And I'm excited to see where it goes. Absolutely. For sure. Raquel, did you have much of a uh, background in rodeo or is that new? None. I had none. None at all. Wow. Um, I knew, I knew there's a certain magic that comes with being around horses. There's a certain um, humbleness. There's a certain courage. There are absolute character traits that come around being around these huge animals. But going to see AJ class compete at the National High School Rodeo was in fact my first rodeo. I felt very green, <laughs> but, also, but also really, really welcome. So I had nothing. Um, it was really, uh, it's really kind of a beautiful balance for Shane and I. I had, I had built and owned my own consulting company with education. And so I had business savvy, but no idea about rodeo. And Shane had tons of rodeo experience and contacts and people and had competed personally. And he needed that business savvy. So we actually come together really well to make a good team. And our kids have sort of all found their niche. 
and what they like to do. So that was really exciting. Uh, but no, every time you say, what direction do you want to see this go? And you see me whip my head around at him. That's because he's the ideas and he really is the vision for it. Um, it's, it was his heart and his passion that got us going. And I just did a bunch of logistical work in the back room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then anything, like I said, anything that has to do with kids has my heart. And so that his vision for rodeo was about helping kids get down the road was really the, the hook for me. Yeah, that's so cool. What a cool story. And I know it's important too. like, there's a young lady who works for me and she doesn't like, she has an agriculture background, but, and she likes rodeo, but she's not a rodeo girl. So to have that insight from an outsider's point of view, like, I don't know what you're talking about, you know, before I post it. And then it's like, okay, well, I need to reword this or need to rethink this. And that way we capture everybody and not just the people in the circle. So her, <laughs> she normally doesn't like to be on this side of the camera. She <laughs> always wants to be on the opposite side. So like all the pictures on, on our Facebook and Instagram and everything, it's normally me or the kids. Mm-hmm. She's very rarely in it, but she is probably one of the biggest parts of it to make it go, you know? And so she, I told her, I told her before we got on, I was like, um, you're, you're going to have to come and be on the podcast with me. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you showed up. You're doing a great job. No, I teaching, I'm about teaching, you know, and this is, this is really what I think this podcast can do. It can teach families what opportunities are out there, both with Off Our Rocker and with Rodeo Kids and with people that are believing in, in this sport and in this industry. So when you trick me into thinking that it's about teaching, you can get me to do just about anything. Yeah. So if you had one or two or however many major lessons that you would like people to take away, like what would you want to share? What do you want them to take away from this? I don't know. That's a pretty tough question, you know, because most of the kids that are already following us are pretty gritty, you know, for and that was like a shameless plug because that's one of our female shirts. Pretty yeah. gritty and off our rocker. So but you know, just work hard. You know, if you put in the work, it will reward you. I think that's that's the main one. And then the other, and, and that's just for the kids. You know, that's that's mainly. If, if this is all. If this is an adult watching this, you guys got to get behind those kids and push them. You know, that's 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 my biggest thing. I'm the one that toughens up the kids here, right? But I'm the listen man okay you fell off you have to get back on well I don't want to but you know what you're not going to let him win you have to get back on mm-hmm. you know and that's and then over there it's the mom's like no he doesn't he doesn't have to get, get back on the horse one of the things that I thought came out really beautifully with our kids is that when you collectively believe in something everybody's got a talent they can give to it and that was a really big deal for for us and for our kids because while all of our kids ride horses, not all of our kids love art and not all of our kids love business. And they each have something that they bring to it. So I think part of what I want people who, what we wanted our kids to learn was that if you believe in something and you all bring your best talents to it, you can make something pretty amazing where there once was nothing. And that once you make that, you kind of have a responsibility to your community to do something good with it. So they chose, like they help us read the essay. They're a part of who gets chosen for the team. They, we all travel together. 
Um, our two families travel together to see the kids um, compete. We've been to Tennessee to see Walker. We've been to Guthrie to see AJ. We've been all over Florida. So that was a big deal. But I think it, it really comes down to, you know, give your time and your talent to something that you believe in. There are people out there that are rooting for you. And if you really want something, you got to hustle to get that support. Um, and then what Shane said, you know, it, you can't let those obstacles defeat you. We've gotten a lot of no's, a lot of no's for both barrels and barbecue. Um, but we are just continuing to, to push for this event because it means a lot to us and it means a lot to the kids that we sponsor. Yeah, well, and I think along with that, I mean, 100% on everything you're saying. And, you know, I did a, a post today, I try to do like videos at least once a week and about having faith in that. And the Bible tells us that, you know, you're, I just did one today and it was, and let me see if I can find it. It was in first Timothy. We're very, I try to be very faith-based and spread that as well, because there's just not enough of it in the world. And thankfully, we are in an industry that allows us to be free and proud of it. And they'll fight for it too. Yeah, but it said, command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. And that goes along with everything that you're saying, because not only like, don't, don't focus on the money. And for the parents out there who are worried, find a way, you know, make the connections. There's people like you, there's people like me, there's people everywhere in the world that if you want it bad enough, it will, it will come to you. God will provide that for you. If that's the passion, if that's the fire that he's put inside of you or inside of your kids, find a way to make it happen. And, and it will, and then continue to give back and be generous, just like you guys are being and good things will happen. It's, it's crazy. Because when AJ and AJ's dad told me this, we were just right before they went to Guthrie, they were in Live Oak, Florida. So we went over there just to go watch him ride. And uh, AJ's dad pulled me to the side. He said, Shane, he said, man, y'all don't know how thankful we are for you guys. He said, because last year we were trying to figure out how we were going to get AJ out to Guthrie for the national finals. Yeah. So, but at the same time, this is the crazy part. At the same time, AJ was talking to Raquel and he told Raquel, he's like, Mr. Raquel, he said, I wouldn't have been able to go to Guthrie if you guys hadn't, hadn't stepped up for me. And he says, I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. It, and that's just, that's not just for us though. That I think is a big deal for our kids too, because you know, kids often don't feel empowered to make a difference. They feel like the world is happening to them, but they really are powerful little creatures and they can get the word out. They can help a business grow. They can help their friends. Two of the kids that we sponsor right now, we found because other people said, hey, go talk to Off Our Rocker, right? So whether you're spreading the word, good news, good news about business, good news about God, good news about your own success, however you're doing that, kids are way more powerful than they think they are and they can really make an impact. And we wanted our kids to see that. We wanted Tuff, who is um, the 12-year-old, to see that his designs could be cool enough, you know, for the national high school champion to be wearing on TikTok and, you know, that his ideas could make a difference. They could be impactful and people would care. 
if you care enough, people will care. And we have had some pretty great response. And I, when I said we got a bunch of no's, we got a bunch of yeses too. Yeah. You know, Aaron Watson sent us an autographed CD. Sunset Feed Store in Miami was the first brick and mortar store to carry our clothing line. Um, Tough Hedeman's uh, organization has been very generous and sent something to the silent auction. So there have been a lot of people who have also said yes. Yeah. So when I said we got a lot of no's, that just means we got a lot of no's, but we also got a lot of yeses too. And I, I don't want to, to ever discourage someone. And really the, the takeaway from this is, is that when you're working for good, people will work with you. Mm -hmm. Good will come to you. And a lot of times when you're searching for those kinds of things, you know, you're grabbing for everything that you, you're just throwing it out there. And the doors that are closed are because they're doors that are supposed to be closed right now. Right. And the right ones will open. And even though if you get a million no's first, it, it only takes one to keep you going. And it's it's hard sometimes I know I have a hard time making phone calls sometimes because it's like oh they already said no and it's like call again call again <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this is so funny because last night we got a no back and I told Shane I said well I'm gonna change the question he's like they already said no I said it's business it's not no until it's the final ask right no. so sometimes you're not asking the right questions and that's that's part of knowing that that you just have to find the way that there's, you know, synergy between what you're doing and what this other business is doing and how you can work together. Because I do think people, for the most part, want to make a difference. They want their, their product, their business, their music, their talent to mean something. And, and what you're doing with Rodeo Kids and what we're doing with Off Our Rocker, it means something. It's the next generation of, of animals and agriculture and rodeo right here with our work. Yeah. When I started rodeokids.com, I'd already had the performance pony company, but I was in Vegas and I was just thinking like I had an internship at Cactus Saddlery when I was in college and um, I was talking to a lot of those people and just hanging out at the South Point and talking about the youth and there were like three companies that had told me they quit making youth, their youth line or they quit doing this or quit doing that and I'm like you did what? Like, this is the future. And if you start advertising to them now, and like, I believed Teskies, who carries my stuff now, but I remember going to the high school finals and they were invested in the high school finals. And that is why I knew their name. And therefore they became a brand that stuck out in my mind. Cactus Salary, there's still a brand that sticks out in my mind because I had an internship there because they provided something for the youth, for me, who has gone on to talk about them in podcasts like this. And they said that, and I was just like, gosh, like, that's not right. You know, like there was this burning inside of me. It's like, no, don't do that. Like, don't, don't discontinue it. And I got in the elevator on the way back up to the room and I had no intentions of starting another business. Like, wasn't thinking about it. Didn't want to do it. Like, not going to happen. Um, just totally out of the blue. I am in the elevator at two o'clock in the morning and by myself and rodeokids.com pops into my head. And like, I just repeated it. And I said it out loud and I was like, no, 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 no. Like I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing it. So I got into the room and I got a piece, one of these notebooks around here still has the original piece of paper that says, okay, this is my idea. This is what it looks like. It's going to have stuff for college rodeo. It's going to have videos of kids helping kids. We're going to have scholarship, internship, and sponsorship information. We're going to have 
all of this stuff on it. We're going to do a podcast. We're going to do blogs. We're going to do these things. And I woke up my best friend who was with me. I was like, Hey, guess what? I just came up with. And then I called my mom and it was four o'clock in the morning. And I, and I was like, mom, I have my next big idea. And she's like, that's great. Cam, like go back to bed. We'll talk about it in the morning. <laughs> and then I called a couple other friends that I thought would be up at two o'clock in the morning in Vegas because it's Vegas. And I ended up talking to one who ended up being my business partner and we didn't even know each other that well. And we're not business partners now, but it was amazing at first. And like, God had this, he was there in that elevator and he said, no, you're doing this. And within two weeks I had paid $2,300 for the domain name because it was a popular name. And it was like, I'm in, like, I can't turn back now. And I found somebody to, who's a good family friend to do the website for a very reasonable price. And like just one thing after another just snowballed and it was like, wow, like that's just how fast it can happen if you choose to follow the path. If you yep. don't, then you live questioning it all the time. But yeah, just just like that. It can happen. Pretty awesome. I think the biggest trick to us has been neither one of us has been ready to quit at the same time. You know, we, yeah. Neither one of us have, have doubted at the same time. Yeah, so there's right. been moments where it's been like, a lot of money this is what we're doing so and and our kids honestly we have a we have four really extraordinary reasons not to let off our offer fail mm-hmm. we, we wanted them to see that an idea can become a business and that a business can make a difference we have four that are ours yes. we have yeah. 12 also that also yes. depend on us yeah right yeah, I can totally relate to that. I know there's some days that I'm like, this is too much. And one person, like, I don't, like, I don't personally have any kids. So I'm like, why am I doing this some days? Like, I start to have the self-pity and all of that silly stuff. And then all of a sudden, something will pop up on Facebook of one of the kids saying something. Or I'll get a message from a parent or from a stranger or from somebody. And it's like, quit feeling sorry for yourself, pick yourself up and keep moving forward. And it's, there's days that are hard, really hard. And that's in anything that you do, whether you're a competitor, whether you're a business owner, whether you're all the things, a parent, it's. Yeah. Whether some, some crazy guy calls you from Florida and says, Hey, you want to be on my podcast? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You never know when a relationship will will flourish and the thing is it's been a theme on all the podcasts this year and I guess it's a sign that maybe I've been saying no too often because every single one that I've done an interview with has said don't like keep asking the question keep opening the door keep talking to people keep interacting and don't say no when the opportunity comes don't say no just do it I think for us too is is finding joy in that journey right you said you get a message from a student or you get a message from someone Every single day, we can always find a little win, right? Like mm-hmm. one of the kids who had a good day in the practice pens, or somebody who was like, "Hey, you know, this is what we want to do. We really like your story." Or keep going, guys. It matters to us. Like there's joy in the journey, and if you if you see that joy, it can often overshadow anything that's holding you back from continuing or growing or reaching out to more people, making the big asks. You know, I always tell Shane, I'm like, "What's the worst that can happen?" They say no. They've already said no if I don't ask. Yeah. So I make some pretty ridiculous asks all the time. And it's always fun when one of those no's becomes a yes. And then I get to be like, see, I asked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I proved myself right. <laughs> but, but what we do, I think especially, especially in radio, especially in, 
in country living and in small town USA, we haven't forgotten to, to be our brother's keeper, to help your neighbor, to look out for each other. We haven't forgotten that we were all small businesses once. Today I talked to one of the most extraordinary saddle makers in the country. And he started with his wife in 1974. And he was telling me his story. And you know, they've been together forever and they've been in business forever. And he's like, I really like what you guys are doing, but I gotta talk to Lisa. And I was like, all right, you gotta talk to her. You know? And just, yeah. they haven't forgotten. They haven't forgotten that they were a husband and wife who fell in love with saddle making, you know, and they still okay. hold to those values. And I think the majority of people in rodeo haven't forgotten. And that's how Shane got me to fall in love with rodeo. Yeah. Is, is this beautiful, genuine look out for each other community. Mm-hmm. You know, if a kid's horse, if something happens, I've seen this happen at rodeos. One of the other competitors will say, use mine. Yeah. Who does that? That's not a thing. Yeah. But it happens in rodeo and I've seen it. And that's really, it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's one of those things like I, I do my best to appreciate all sports and they all have a place and they all make a difference in the lives of children, but you're going to have to really do something to try to convince me that anything's better than the community that, and the values and the morals and everything that goes along with rodeo, because it's, it's uncomparable in my eyes, which I'm very biased, but, (laughs) but it's definitely it's unique. And, you know, just that situation that you were talking about where somebody gets off their horse at the junior high finals, the little riches finals, like there's a story after story after story of these kids helping each other out and emergency strikes. And all of a sudden there's a horse that pops up, like, here you go. We went and put our boots on or a trailer breaks down. There's a story at the junior high finals where there was some family and they were broke down on the side of the road and another family from a completely different state who didn't know them at all, pulled over, grabbed the horse, grabbed the kids so that they could make it in on time. And then the parents drove separate later with complete strangers, but you're not really strangers in this world. Yeah. So. Lots of cool stories. Have you guys ever heard of a cowboy devotional by the Harris family? I haven't. You would love that story. So they're from, I don't want to butcher it. It's either Virginia or West Virginia. And they're the family of their six kids. And they were one of the families that didn't have a lot of money to start with. And their journey into rodeo has been completely faith-based, 100%. And their kids wanted to do it and they were the family that had to sacrifice like the two boys got to rodeo and then the girls said that they would wait until it was their turn because they wanted to see their dreams come true and and then they were able to get the ranch and the horses and now all the kids get to compete and it's never been because they're rich or because they have all the things or they asked and knocked on a bunch of doors and begged and pleaded It's because they had faith and things came around and and the devotional is actually written by the family and by the kids and so it's really good it's short it's sweet and i can send you one because i have copies perfect we would love to have one yeah i'll send you a copy of that they just they have an awesome story so yeah well is there anything else you guys would like to share about your project about what you're doing about your rodeo anything uh, just tell tell the kids, you know, be on the lookout if they want to reach out to us in October. You know, we'll pick. We'll have to talk and figure out how many more kids we can bring on, you know, but for the most part, we'd like we'd love to have letters or emails or whatever. They can go check us out at alfarocker.com. They can go like us on Facebook, Instagram, 
We just got a TikTok, and I'm still trying to figure that out. Ugh. So, yeah. So, so actually, the first TikTok is me hiding from him. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. Legit, he has the camera, and I'm like, um, yeah. The the process for for sponsorship is really straightforward. We announce it on our social media in October. Um, please, if they follow off our rocker, whether it's on Instagram or, or Facebook, they'll see all the posts for it. Um, we give ourselves a month to accept applications and then we read them carefully over the month of November and then the month of December, we announce our team. Um, and we're just really excited. Even though we're from Florida, we have kids from all across the country. You're not limited by where we are. We want to know where y'all are. Um, gives us an excuse to travel with the kids and go visit everywhere. Um, and, and it's just, you know, it's, it's sort of like let life surprise you, right? When, when Shane, when Facebook said I might know him, I was like, um, but it, it surprised me and it was nothing we were expecting. And, and it's turned out to be so many exciting things for us as adults, but also for our kids and for the kids that we sponsor. Yeah. After the business in general. So let you life bet. surprise you. Yeah, and we'll definitely put a link to your page under the sponsorships on the rodeokids.com page so that they can find you through our website. It'll take them straight to theirs or straight to yours. And so they can find that there as well. And we'll, and obviously, like I told you before, we're going to try to send our kids your way. So, because they're going to start being ready to start looking for colleges. You know, we have a couple kids that are wanting to wanting to rodeo in college. So yeah. Well, and we'll it's see. never too early to start. We do not have an age limit as to when they can fill out that application. So we have it set up in 2021 grads, 2022 grads, and then um, 2023 and beyond. So, you know, I know there are some college scouts if these kids are really putting it out there and putting some effort into it. And they're in eighth, ninth grade. They know, you know, people talk. And so if they're interested, it's never too early. And it's really important for kids and for parents to remember, it's not all about your talent in the arena. It's not about the buckles. It's not about the saddles. It's about your character. It's about your teamwork. It's about your ethic. It's about what you're willing to put into the team to make sure that you all excel because to win, like everybody needs to win on a team. It's not just individual. So absolutely. Perfect. Thank you so much for having us. Yes. Thank you. It's great to hear your story and I can't wait to see how you continue to grow. And if we can help you in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out. Same here. All right. Thanks a lot. Yes. Have a great day and continue doing what you're doing. The Lord's got big plans for you. Head on over to the rodeokids.com website where you'll find information on scholarships, sponsorships, and internships, as well as our College Rodeo Recruit Me page where rodeo coaches can find you. We are here to support you. Rodeokids.com is designed for youth and families in the industry to answer your questions and help every one of you get to the next level. So if you'd like to schedule a coaching call or bring a clinic to an arena near you, please do not hesitate to reach out because again, we are here to support you. Safe travels, good luck, and God bless while chasing those gold buckle dreams.